Welcome to the Creature Cast, the official console creatures podcast. I'm your host today, Steve Ekvarian, alongside me, as always, is my good pal, Bobby. How are you doing, Bobby? It is a very, I don't know, it's not, it's not, it's not summer anymore. It's a, it's a, it's a breezy intro to fall with a lot of news going on. I don't even know how to describe today. Today's just been a blur. Um, I'm yeah. good, but, um. I'm just juiced up right now from all the events that happened today. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're recording this on the Thursday uh, when PlayStation did their event, Nintendo did their event, and then just days ago, Apple did their event as well. And um, yeah, I'm I'm jazzed. I'm also very tired. Uh, I went out to LA this week to preview Spider-Man 2, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Uh, And as alluded to the title of this episode, I'm here to talk about the game um I, I yeah uh playstation and insomniac they flew me out there got a chance to play 90 minutes of the game i also had uh the chance to speak to senior art director uh jacinda chu who um you know i got to talk uh, talk about like the art direction and stuff like that that's actually going to be in this episode as well so be sure to uh stay tuned for that but yeah, Bobby, I am. I'm. I'm ready to to talk about Spider Man. I know we're both very excited about it. Um, I'm. I'm more excited about all 19 inches of Venom. Oh, That's, buddy. I think the real question is, how big is Wait 19 inches? Really, like, really, is it really 19 inches? It's it's 19 inches. It's girthy. I sadly only got to see it behind, uh, you know, a glass display. But I okay. I, I loved it when I saw, you know, the photo of it uh, right. online and I was like, okay, I definitely want to uh, pre-order this and everything. But seeing it up close and all the details of it, like the details of the, the tendrils going into the, the symbiote, like Venom symbiote and everything. Right. There was a shocking amount of detail that I just was not expecting uh, to see in in this um in the statue so yeah they had that uh as well they they had obviously the dual sense the spider-man uh, console covers and stuff like that so it, it was really cool to see both of them up close although you know i have my uh my console stuff the the control yeah. the dual sense and and that i uh, got that all set up so the dual yeah sense it's gorgeous i agree oh, with you, but it, it, i think it's arguably my favorite dual sense uh design so far but I know so, I, I'm going to agree with you. Um, surprisingly, though, I know we're going to talk about Spider-Man, but I think I like D brands covers more than the official ones. Like they really? OK. Cooler. I don't know if you saw yeah. them, but like I did. Wow. They are I nice. I'm not a fan of like I, I do like the collar on the PlayStation official, you know, covers. But like I like how sleek it looks like it does look more like a Venom than the official one, which is kind of saying something. So I, I, I mean, not to go too too deeply into this. I, I love the PlayStation official uh, console cover with the symbiote like taking over the red. I'm not a huge fan of the backs, the backside where it's just the right. solid black cover with the uh, the Spider-Man logo. I, I wish that they did something a little more original, uh, or you know, more detailed with it. Uh, but that said, the way I have it set up, that side is like facing a wall, so no one even sees it. So I'm, I'm pretty fair. happy with that's it. fair. No, I, I think they're still gorgeous. I just yeah. I think I I think they edged out a little bit more for me just just because like I just like the 
think the pattern looks a lot better. Fair enough. Yeah. But either way, I mean, whatever you pick, you're gonna win. But yeah, honestly, Seriously. everything everything about this this game from not even just like the marketing, but like the products they're putting out are probably the best I've seen for any Spider Man product so far. It's better than the movies. Better than any of the previous games. Sure. But, but the only thing that kind of bothers me about the statue is how is that statue like is it sturdy? Like that Spider Man held on by that one piece of string and it's like what if that knocks over? It's like Yeah. I'd be upset I'm, if I paid for that and it just fell and it broke. Absolutely, I'd be heartbroken. I mean, it looks sturdy enough when you see it in person, but I mean, who knows if it, if that thing tumbles? Um, yeah, maybe it's best to have it behind a glass case, like like Insomniac did at the uh, the or, event or space. Better yet, better yet, just don't ever open it up. Just keep it in the box. Oh yeah, make it mint condition that way. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I, I am guilty of doing that. A lot of my products are still in the box. I don't know if you're like that, but I mean. I think I need to start breaking that that uh, taboo because mm. I mean I have a lot of good things just sitting in boxes and I feel like I'm just wasting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I barely keep anything in boxes, okay, but um, I'm 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 a very very weird person then. So no, no, no. Me. I my dad's a huge collector. He has so many like collectibles that he, I grew up with. My dad always being like, keep them in, keep them in the case, keep them in the the box because it's going to be mint. It's going to be worth a lot of that. And as a kid, I was like, I'm not doing any of this. I want to look at the, my toys. I want to look at my, my collectibles. Yeah. I'm not about that. The only thing I have, and I'm looking at it right now is I haven't imported, and I know this is a PlayStation focused episode, but I haven't imported, uh, uh, Mario Amiibo, the eight bit Mario Amiibo from Japan. Uh, I wish that I was the that one, one that was like, I, I got to just, I got to hold on to it. Cause the, the, the art and the design on the box on the yeah the box itself is all in yeah. japanese as well so i was like okay this is the, i'll make an exception here but um i i you know what i think i'm gonna start doing that once once i moved in i'm gonna i have shelves luckily like the guy that lived before me had shelves built into the wall so i'm gonna use uh, those there you go and then i'm gonna get some of those acrylic ones where you can stack them for like all the, the bigger stuff because like i have yeah. I have my big boy Sephiroth and my my big boy Cloud here, so they need to be on display because like they're very very prominent and they're they're just gorgeous. Love it, love it. All right, Bobby, it, it, we've both got Spider Man fever. I'm excited to talk about uh, the game. I got to go out there, yeah, and spend 90 minutes with the game. Uh, we're recording this, you know, a couple hours after the PlayStation State of Play, where uh, Insomniac. And Brian uh, and creative director Brian Intahar, he kind of like walked fans through this like yeah. short little video, kind of talking about you know the scale of the game, what you can do, the um, the impressive um, transitions between the two characters and stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to open the floor to you initially um, and kind of uh, gauge your questions that you might have coming out of that state of play. Uh, I can kind of answer them. I can recontextualize a lot of what you saw and what fans saw. Yeah, and then ap after that, we have a whole bunch of audience questions. You guys killed it with the audience questions. I can't wait to go over them. So we're going to sprinkle those in and I'm going to talk about other things, other highlights I saw out of my, my gameplay. And then we're going to cut to my interview with Jacinda later on let's talk about the game yeah let's let's do we're, it so we're like we're a month away yep i'm gonna go in as blind as possible because i mean I, that's just the way I, I i swing these days right so let's talk about what the, i saw the i guess one of the trailers today i had to watch this because it was part of the state of play but like I, I don't know how you felt about but there's a lot of suits in this game there's yep. like they said there's over 65 suits yep let's start with that because like sure. that's probably one of the more important things for me is what did you see 
a preview of the suits? Like, did you see anything that really caught your attention that wasn't shown today or that was shown today? And you think we should talk about? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so uh, Insomniac has confirmed 65 suits um, with the um, the swappable like uh, color palettes to them. So you can actually customize um, and swap between like the colors of the pre-established suits. So my... My build of the game, which was a six-week-old uh, build of the game, it wasn't, um, you know, yeah. far from finished uh, and, and all of that. But it did have some of the uh, suits unlocked. Obviously, the black suit, Peter's black suit, was the the big one. Uh, going through like the story, we we got a chance to see that one in all its power, like see see the powers of the the symbiote suit and stuff like that. But just some of the the more cosmetic ones, I, I wrote a list here. So for Peter, there's the the black web suit, which is the the bully Maguire from Spider Man Three. Love it. I love the uh, the inclusion of that one. There's also Secret Wars Civil War uh, in there. A punkalyptic, which is kind of like a Spider Punk. Uh, yeah, I saw that. That was that, that was a cool one. That one's cool. And then obviously the Advanced 2.0, the standard red, white, and blue uh, suit, which you see in that video itself. Right. Um, for Miles, there's a there's a bunch of nice ones. I don't think that they teased any in the in the trailer itself, but there's uh, a 2099 suit which I absolutely adored. It looks super slick. Uh, there's also the 10th anniversary Miles Morales suit there, which is superbly awesome. I, I love the mix of like the black with the pink. Um, and then the other thing that um, you see in the trailer as well is that now they're adding uh, co- uh, suits with like cloaks and capes. Which yeah, is I've something seen, brand I'm new right now. They um, look incredible. The yeah, looks. which uh, as you'll hear later on, I spoke to Jacinda about that, and she kind of talked about how that was like a challenge because not only are you having to uh, reestablish, you know, um, the the way that the the capes and the the cloaks look, but you have to account for you know the swinging animations, fighting animations, clipping onto walls when you're doing animations like running up them and stuff like that. That was a real challenge for them for something that really only goes for cosmetic that's only in there for cosmetic reasons right so uh props to them for actually like expanding and bringing in more uh suit options i i I can't wait to see the full catalog there i know that they gave like brief snippets of of other ones out there but yeah i can't wait to see the full catalog yeah just the tease we got like i mean the stone monkey suit looks pretty cool Mm -hmm. there's one designed by raf grassetti the orentia suit so I, before he left Sony Santa Monica, he, he designed a suit for uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, some couple of the Miles suits are gorgeous. Like uh, I think he's got, well, there's actually a couple of pictures. So if you look at the Red Spectre suit, yep, fantastic. That looks like a, it looks like the upgraded, or not even the upgrade, the new reboot of the Power Rangers suits. It looks kind of <laughs> like that material. Right. But it looks incredible. But did you catch anything that caught your eye that we can't really discuss? Like maybe just off the top of your head, do you remember seeing anything like, um, personally, I want to see Ben Riley's Spider-Man suit. Not when he was Scarlet spider. Yeah. But when he became Spider-Man. No. Or so those, what, so the ones I, I kind of listed out, those were the ones that were available. You could swap to them at any time. Um, yeah. I didn't see anything beyond that. I really hope they have, I think I, uh, what was, the one with Doc Ock, I think that was. Oh, geez, I can't remember his name. Where he takes over Peter Parker's body, he becomes. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. I gotta, I gotta look it up so people can look it up. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, so so continuing on from there, yeah, a whole bunch of suits, a whole bunch of cosmetic items. Also, that they're expanding the the skill tree and the uh, abilities that uh, both Spider Man and uh, Miles have access to. So, for instance, I already uh, talked about it, but when uh, you have the symbiote suit on on Peter, you actually have like a whole abilities list that is strictly just used for the symbiote. Um, you see it in the in the trailer, but one of them. Um, you can shoot out like tendrils out of out of your hand, pick up a whole bunch of right. enemies, slam them on the ground. Um, a lot of the the powers that Peter has with the symbiote are actually pretty brutal to see. Um, one of them, like you know, he, he like charges up and like a whole bunch of like tendrils comes out of his body and like knocks enemies down. It almost looks like like they stab the enemies, but right. obviously he's not like outright killing them. But like just the visceral nature of Spider Man using the symbiote soup looks pretty. Uh, pretty unique and something that I've never really seen from Spider-Man before just because of its right. like brutal nature and like its brutality and stuff like that. The other cool thing is the ultimate ability um, while having the, uh, the spy like once you fill up your bar, you can um, you can hit both the, the thumbsticks in and it's called the symbiote surge, which Ooh, that's cool. It, it's awesome. It's, it's like the ultimate ability. You get like um, high uh, powers and stuff like that, but also like the, the suit itself almost changes like some of like the the design aspects almost like morph into what venom looks like like the okay. the spider on his chest and everything kind of get like those ridges edges the eyes like start to like crawl up the uh peter's head almost like venom right. does with the elongated um uh, eyes and stuff so yeah a whole bunch of stuff there miles also has his you know quote unquote his venom abilities they are expanded and everything also the the spider gadgets are there you can upgrade those they're brand new uh the at least the ones i saw one of them um uh it's called the upshot and basically it uh it goes up into the air and then suspends multiple enemies in the air so then you can kind of like jump start you know hitting them knocking them out and everything and then the web grabber or web grabber uh basically once you uh use that it attaches itself to like four enemies and pulls them all into like one area like pulls them together right. so that way you can just like hit them hit them all at once uh in one place it's it's nice i i, I like that it's not just Hey, we uh, we unlocked all these abilities in Spider-Man One. Now you just get to use them again, recontextualize in a new game. They're actively adding on new things to to right. to play with in your in your tool belt. I love that stuff. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see the full breadth of content as far as like abilities and gadgets to use for both right. characters. Because that's the one thing is that both of them have unique abilities and um, skill trees. So you're not not only unlocking the stuff for Peter, but you're also unlocking it for for Miles as well. Right. You've got you've got a lot to do then because yeah. let's so I'm just gonna pull a quote from the PlayStation blog that was sure. posted today and I think this ties into your to your one a couple of the questions that we have. So okay. in Marvel Spider Man two, we're nearly doubling the size of Marvel's New York. Expanding beyond the East River, you'll swing over iconic landmarks across Queens and Brooklyn. And those areas will be filled complete with story mission, side quests, city activities, and that kind of ties into our first question. So now we're getting a huge, huge, huge playground. Mm-hmm. And our first question from Dawson Sloan says, are there different swinging animations? Is there more speed to the swinging? And are there more tricks when you're swinging other than the web wings right that kind of ties into the everything right because you're going to be going from brooklyn to queens to manhattan either as miles or spider-man and i mean 
I personally did like the swinging when you you know maximize your your stealth your skill tree and you had the speed you have the you know all the the tricks and then you could you know boost yourself so does that is that you have those i guess abilities from the beginning do you have to relearn them and then what like like, what did they explain to you about the swinging in this game is it how much different is it from say marvel spider-man uh so yeah a lot a lot of great uh great questions here from from dawson and yourself so uh in terms of the swinging animations there are different ones um more speed i think is the big one where yes it there's a lot more momentum in the game now thanks to the web wings now you can um now you can kind of you know swing swing build momentum hit the web wings and then just kind of coast and especially like you can gain and uh sustain your momentum as well like it's there's a lot there. Um, I again, the demo I played was hours into the actual game. They didn't say how many hours, but you already have the the black suit. The story is right. already on its way. Like it's it, it's going. So I don't really know how it kind of opens up to what you have, what you don't have when you get the uh, web wings. Uh, I'm not really sure, but honestly, the web wings are a game changer for Spider Man, uh, especially like for this game. Um, right. I, I I say it uh, pretty confidently. Like Insomniac right now is making the 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 case for how you make a Superman game. They're doing it. Superman game. Wow. Okay. Like that's how that's essentially how you're flying. That's like you have the the height advantage of like being above buildings. You can uh, swoop all the way down to you know n- nose width from the from the ground and then come back up and uh what you'll notice that when you're flying using the web wings is that you see like pockets of air like kind of uh blow through blow between buildings and use those once you hit that you can actually use that to gain more momentum and keep going there's also um at points circles um uh kind of like superman 64 if you will where like uh if you fly through them it also increases your momentum and your and your speed okay so they're they're doing it like it i was a little bit cautious coming into this game of like okay well how's the web wings actually going to work is it going to impact how much fun swinging is i love using both i love how how exhilarating it is just to 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 continue swinging to run up a wall jump over it pull yourself to another building but then also just hit those web wings and just kind of kind of coast and just like there's nothing better than either like turning a corner using it or going so low you're like almost in between two cars like incoming traffic oh it's, it's a lot of fun and i think that's the biggest differentiating factor when it comes to traversal in this game is that right. you're not just re-experiencing the core of new york by swinging around again it's actually like it's different and it's a lot of fun i think uh, players are going to really enjoy the web web wings wow i can't i can't say that today for some reason web wings is a, t- is a tongue yeah it is here. it really is but yeah it's it's a lot of fun um i was pleasantly surprised when using it i i it must be well i don't even must be i think it is tied to the power of the playstation 5 i mean we're, we're getting an experience i don't think was possible on playstation 4 and i will put dollars to donuts on that one because like i mean look at the improvements we got on spider-man remastered when it launched like it felt like a brand new game 100 percent. and this technology is pushing and 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 let's pairs and it's paired with insomniac who i people have argued with wretched and clank rift apart and how the ssd was not necessary but it really was i mean i played it on on my steam deck and it was it, it 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 didn't work as well as i wanted to and then 
it wasn't until I moved to a proper SSD, the internal uh, hard drive, that you could tell the difference. Like it really is the power of these these, these this technology. Like you Absolutely. need to do all this, right? So I mean, yep. yeah, I mean. I and, think the swing is fantastic. And, and, and that's the thing that they, they talk about. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to test it out myself. But the thing is that right. using the SSD, this game is built from the ground up for a PlayStation 5. And the thing is, is that what, unlike the, the use of the subway in previous games and all that, if you see an icon on your map in uh, Mar Marvel Spider-Man 2, you click it and you're instantly taken there. The same goes for the transition between Miles and, and Spider-Man. If you do it on the fly, you instantly go over to the other character. It's almost like Grand Theft Auto V to a certain extent, where if you go from Miles to Peter, Peter's living his life. He's, he's doing his thing. He's fighting crime or whatever, and you're just in his shoes doing whatever he's doing. It's also that scene in the, the video that we saw today through the, the state of play where like Peter could just be like doing crunches on the side of the building. Like, I, I love that little touch yeah, of like, oh, this is a living, breathing world. So when you're Miles or you're Peter, the other one's doing something out there. They're they're being a hero. It's not just they're waiting around to just for the player to use them. That sounds exactly like what it should have been from the, from the start. But like, I mean, it, it was a technological you know issue. So like, thankfully, we're finally seeing yeah. what what a true Spider-Man game feels like, and because it's such a you know next gen game we're seeing a lot of enemies so like we got venom we've seen craven the hunter we've seen the lizard um and we have a really good question from unbound mystic and mm -hmm. i know it's probably spoilers and you probably didn't see anything but unbound mystic asks what other villains appeared in your demo and what was the best part of your demo you were able to play yeah um well okay so th this is great because they're kind of tied in some ways so what other villains appeared uh unfortunately I don't really have an answer to that. Uh, the only thing I'm able to discern is from the uh, state of play video we saw today. There's a there's a brief snippet of what looks to be Mysterio. I'm convinced that Mysterio is in the game in some capacity. Must be. we we have no confirmation on that. I I saw nothing to allude to that in my in my gameplay demo. That um, that said, I mean the best part uh, of what you were able to play is uh, the battle between. Peter in the black suit versus Lizard. Uh, at a so the entire demo just to put a, uh, put some context into into it uh, opens up with Peter already in the black suit. He's chasing down Craven, um, and Craven's chasing down Spider Man. They're they're kind of like uh, hunting one another. The reason that Spider Man is so um, dedicated to finding Craven is because Craven has the cure to to revert Connors back to human form. Okay. At this point, he's well into becoming the lizard. Um, he's out of control. He You can't communicate to him anymore. Uh, he's out of the lab coat and the purple pants. Um, and so so they, they Spider-Man and Kraven, they cross paths and everything. Peter ends up getting the, the vial of the cure. And it's basically now just a race to find Connors, get the cure, like injected into him and, and cure his mentor, his friend, um, and get things back on the right track. Now, obviously he's dealing with the symbiote that's affecting his personality. He's pushing miles away. He's pushing MJ away. He's doing all this stuff, but at the, the crux of the, the demo, like uh, reaching the conclusion, you end up in, in the sewers, you fight, um, uh, lizard. And it very much feels like a Arkham boss fight done really, really well. Like think of, some of the best Arkham 
boss fights out there like mr freeze comes uh to mind from arkham city and you're in an arena you're fighting him but you're using your whole suite of symbiote powers uh there's also like greats uh like steam grates that are on the ground you open them up you blind a lizard for a moment you disorient him and then you just like beat him up a little bit he goes up onto the wall starts like ripping down cobble throwing it and it, it's just a lot of fun it, it brings that epic nature to it that i think uh spider-man the original one definitely had the best part of the whole thing is that it then transitions into like a street uh chase almost like uh the uh the rhino the rhino yeah, yeah. yeah the rhino. but this one is like amped up to the like craven's forces start coming in with their helicopters they start shooting at, at lizard they start harpooning them and everything and then it continues on where lizard is like pulling these trucks harpoon to uh to him up up a building spider-man's like uh lassoed onto him with webs and everything he's dodging trucks he's doing this like everything feels so so big in scale um between these characters and it's almost like the uh it's 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 like the right way of doing what spider-man 3 tried to do the film which was like balancing different characters uh, different, different villains, villains stuff, yeah. yeah this is it doing it doing it right where you have the symbiote you have craven you have um lizard and yeah it's just a lot of fun and that was definitely the highlight of it, it was the boss battle transition transitioning into the the chase and then ending on a cliffhanger i won't give anything away but it just it ends ambiguously and i was like okay i i want to play this game more like uh it was so funny uh mobile syrups uh brad shankar was right next to me we were like neck and neck in our demo like i'd look at the right. screen i'll be like okay we're, we're nearing the same thing he ended mine like uh, his, his demo like maybe 10 15 seconds before me i ended mine we both looked at each other we're like oh this is a this is a game like yeah. they're they're cooking something up real nice so yeah i had a lot of fun with that that part of the demo so we like you've discussed like all all the villains. We've discussed the world. So I know we discussed briefly the suits, but the color the color variations. I know did they show you much of that? So we have a question from Purple Drag saying, you know, the color variations in this. I guess in the suit menu, I I think they're 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 changing the way the suits work. Is it from what I understand? Maybe it's the way the the skill suits are applied. Is it still the same? Yes. Uh, so I didn't get that much exposure to it other than kind of uh, what's been shown in like uh, in the state of play. But yeah, essentially, right. there's the the suit menu, which you can unlock um, new suits from. One of the cool things is that when you tackle like side content or even like side missions, right. certain side missions will tell you like, oh, if you do this, you'll unlock this suit. So you can actually well, prioritize perfect. what you want to do based on like what you want to unlock. And then from there, you can go into the, the suit uh, menu screen, unlock them and everything. Now, my understanding is that from there, say you uh, unlock the 10th anniversary Miles Morales suit, you can then um, palette swap it. So then it can go from like black to pink to maybe black to green. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on the, the actual specifics there. But I think each suit has a selected number of uh, color palettes that you can choose from just to kind of open up the co combinations um, that you have at your disposal. So it's not right. just, oh, I have 65 suits. It's I have 65 suits and maybe three times that many variations. Exactly. Okay, yeah. So the, basically, we're, we're looking at an expanded Spider-Man game in every sense. So you really aren't like confined to what they're offering you can kind of pick and choose your yeah. suit so that ties into my next question from Jeremy. 
and it's I, 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 it seems like it's a simple question is the yeah, skill cool. menu better than the last two games because like i personally thought the skill menus were okay same thing with the suit menus like i i really didn't have any issues with the the, the menus but I, I assume some people did is it better than the last two games including marvel spider-man and marvel spider-man miles morales i think yes and no no only because like they're very similar uh the skill menus right. like i don't think that they're remaking the whole thing i think what they're doing now is kind of cleaning them up uh only because now you're dealing with two different characters and then you're also dealing with the symbiote powers for for spider-man uh and uh there's a lot more going into it i i didn't have a huge issue with it when i got into my demo there were already like skill points i could attribute to both characters kind of go into it i found it relatively easy to kind of see what the power is the description and kind of go from there of like oh i want to unlock this versus that um yeah i i I, if you had an issue with the skill menus in previous games i don't know if this one's gonna make it up to you and, and dynamically change it I just think that is being improved a little bit, if anything. That's all I think we can all ask for. I mean, yeah. it, 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 there's only so much you can do on a skill menu, right? So For sure. And that kind of ties into this next question from Rude Diggs. Sure. Did the abilities change from Spider-Man slash Spider-Man Miles Morales? So from what I'm gathering, is it do you have an expanded skill set? So, uh, And I'm assuming yes, because, I mean, it's it's Insomniac, and they like to go big on their games so i mean if you want to explain what you saw maybe absolutely yeah so from from a ui perspective let's start with with peter with the the symbiote suit when you're in battle you have two uh ability um kind of charts on the screen so on the on the left side uh you have four icons that are all attributed to uh symbiote powers so basically what you do is you in the middle of of fights you hit the left uh, bumper and then you can do uh, any of the powers via the the face buttons. All of those are are time based, so they refill the gauges over time and everything. Um, like I said, those are the ones that you know the tendrils will come out of the the body. He'll he'll grab uh, enemies and kind of like whip them to the ground and stuff like that. On the right side is your gadget um, abilities, and you have uh, you do the the right bumper, it opens it up. You have your upshot, your your grabber, stuff like that. Everything that I saw in the demo, brand new. But that that being said, I don't think that all of the abilities in the game are going to be brand new. I think they might be refined from previous games and stuff like that. I have no confirmation if everything that's in the game is just brand new from the ground up or if they're kind of uh, reworking some of the stuff that you unlocked in previous games. I don't know that. But everything that I saw uh, for Miles as well, all of his abilities, his his Venom abilities and, and uh, gadgets, they're all brand new stuff. So there is a lot of new content that you can kind of go through, parse through and unlock on your own throughout the game. Okay, beautiful. And we have just a couple brief questions. So let's just, we'll touch base on the side quest. So this question from Zero is, how are the side quests? Are they noticeably better than previous games? Did you see any of the open quests, open world side quest elements, and do they feel improved? Again, this is kind of a yes and no. Uh, side quests, we'll start with that one. So Insomniac and um, the the team, they're really trying to double down on making sure that the side quests serve a story. They're actually like narrative-driven. Um, which right. is, which in my opinion is great. I only got a small taste of it. So um, whether or not all of them live up to that idea, I'm not 100% sure. Are they noticeably better than in previous games? 
again, it's still too early for me to say yes or no. I think that there is a, again, a greater goal of making sure that they, they serve a purpose more than just pad out content, which I think is, is great. Um, and then did I get to see any of the open world side quest elements? Yeah. Um, in the game, there are photo opportunities, which for both miles and Spider-Man, you can kind of go and take pictures of these people living out their lives. Uh, there's even like a really great reference to kind of funny with Greg Miller and blessing in there that I found. I thought, I thought that was great. Um, the other one, which we can do like a little, a little quick deep dive into, because I got some theories on it. I, I, I started, uh, uh, trying to figure out what it all meant, but there are these spider bots and you even see it in the uh, state of play video that you can kind of collect and everything. One of the first ones that I found as, as miles immediately when I picked it up, Genki was like, I'm trying to, he's trying to decrypt them and kind of figure out who's planting all these spider bots and everything. And the first one that I picked up, he's like, all it's bringing back to me are combinations of, it's like basically, uh, piecing together the face and the illusion is, is that it's all the same face, but it's all like from different people almost. I, I, it's very hard to explain. Like, like um, it, there's illusions there that make it seem like there's some sort of multiversal tie in a way. And yeah. um, there's another one where you pick it up and Genki even says like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to determine how far away the, uh, the person who put this here is. And he's, like wildly out of like out of the the distance like not even like essentially on planet earth or anything like that i'm i'm starting to build like a crackpot theory of like whether or not we'll see miguel at some point in this game or have a reference to him like okay. some sort of into the spider-verse reference because obviously maybe you know, like an alchemax or something like a tease so, or something i have no exactly i have no idea but i'm i'm just certain just the the way that they're framing these spider bot uh missions and the the even the the visual cues like if you go back to the state of play like they have like when you get close to them there's almost like this like pixelation distortion that's surrounding them and everything like it, it very much feels like oh they're trying to play around with something with the multiverse and I'm very intrigued by that. Uh, I think that's a that's a really cool thing to kind of like dive into, especially because we got Yuri Spider Man in 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 across the Spider Verse. Uh, spoilers for for anyone that hasn't seen it, but yeah, yeah. I, I think why not kind of like dip your toe into the the multiverse, the the Spider Verse, if it will. Right. Uh, yeah. So I I like the side content as as far as I saw. Uh, the only thing that I wasn't too keen on, and this is going to be a nitpick of mine is that the the crimes that you um, stop on the street, they're the exact same as you did in previous games. Yeah, those were just like the worst for me. You know? so I, just, I, I just gave up on those. They're, just... Yeah, I'm, I, I wish that they could find something new to do, but it is the exact same. You, you land in an area, there's like five, six, seven enemies. There's a, an optional task to do on the side, like, oh, uh, web, web two enemies to a wall or something. And it's like... Ah all right, we're doing this again. And I, I think that was the, not a disappointment, but a, a bit of a bummer where I was like, okay, I understand. There's going to be at some point on the map, 20 of these to kind of go do, just clear them off all off the map, which I understand you got to, you got to paddle some time, some gameplay time, justify people's money. Um, yeah. I just, um, I wish there was a little more to them. That's fair. I mean, yeah. maybe the next game. Yeah. Um, we have two last questions. Maybe we can just 
knocked them out quickly. Absolutely. So yeah. says, do we have any word on performance mode? Yes, we do. So I only played in fidelity mode. I, I was capped at, at the 30 frames per second. Still thought it ran very well, looked great, uh, but there is going to be a performance mode at launch. Beautiful. And yep. is there any dual sense implementation you can talk about? Uh, there is. It's the standard kind of practice, uh, obviously, with swinging and stuff like that. Um, fight like when you're um, when you hit hit uh, hit it with your web, you pull something down. There's obviously some tension there. Um, one of my favorite ones, and it's kind of like a mini game esque uh, part. You're very early on in the demo, Peter's working with Harry to on like a particle accelerator. They're just like um, trying to get it up and running. And basically right. there's like a sliding uh, meter that is like kind of like a mini game. And you basically have to hold the tension of the, the dual senses triggers at a certain point, like on, on each meter. It's, it's, right. it's almost like Returnal or Ratchet and Clank where you're almost like pulling the triggers down like halfway and just kind of like stabilizing them. I right. thought it was cool. Uh, again, I think that Insomniac is one of the only first-party studios that are actively trying to do something unique with the with the DualSense. I think um, I, I think they're actually trying to like uh, incorporate a little more into to gameplay, which I thought I thought was cool. But other than that, I didn't really see any um, inherent uses of like of the microphone or the, the touch bar stuff like that. I think it was all just the haptics. I felt really great, and then the uh, adaptive triggers uh, was used in creative ways as well. That's fair. I mean, that's the basics. I mean, I I I still think the Dual Sense has the best uh, bang for buck on, in techno and technologically. Yep. I just wish there's more you know companies that used it properly. I mean, aside of Astrobot, like there really has been nothing else that really nailed it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 They all kind of like tiptoe with it. They all try to to do something. I mean, Returnal. Uh, did some fun oh, stuff. Horizon. Games. There's only, did, yeah. There's only yeah. like two or three games that really know understand it. So like that, I just yeah, I, I wish more first party studios kind of you know took advantage of it. I mean, I, yeah. But that's that's neither my above. That's above. That's above my pay grade. I wish it was my <laughs> exactly. Right yeah. Um, um, that wraps it up for questions. I mean, I'm just looking forward to October yeah. 20th because I mean we're literally a month out and this is all I can think about right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just do, doing a quick last a little skim over my, my notes and everything. Yeah. I think the, the story is very interesting where you kind of, as far as I saw, where we kind of find Peter and, and Miles is, is very interesting. Peter obviously is being taken over by the, the symbiotes a little more and more. I will say um, Yuri's voice acting is exceptional, especially when you kind of see like this uh, light to dark path being being crossed when he kind of like yeah. leans into the symbiote a little more it's it's, it's awesome he's putting on a, a real show uh in he's terms always of his been incredible he's yeah he's always been incredible i mean i've known him for like i mean we all know him as sasuke uchiha or like luke from tales of uh, the abyss but like spider-man's one of his very most iconic roles i think at this point like he nails peter parker and he knows spider-man yeah so, um yeah yeah. Other than that, um, yeah, I, I think we covered everything. Uh, what I think we're going to do now is we're going to throw to my interview with Jacinda. Enjoy the interview, and uh, we'll be right back. Jacinda, it's it's great to to speak to you because, like, I think for me, I mean, we're we're even sitting right in front of it, like the art style of Marvel Spider-Man and especially Marvel Sp Spider-Man Two, just beams off the screen for me. I'm I'm just enamored by it, and I think now that we're fully taking advantage of like. PS5, it opens up so many new possibilities. Can you kind of talk about what that process is like now that we're 
fully integrated into this new console generation. How does the team kind of feel in terms of like the art and the direction they're able to kind of take the game into? I mean, one of the first things we do when we get onto a new console uh, is just figure out what's different about it. Um, so one of the, obviously the big ones is just the ultra fast SSD. Um, and oftentimes I'll ask the, you know, all the, the tech folks in the office, I said, well, what is that going to allow us to do? And they say, well, the loading times will be really quick. Um, so I was pretty blown away, but we saw in one of our videos where you can actually select something on a map and it just goes straight to it in the game right. and loads it straight into the world. Um, or being able to instantaneously like switch from Miles to Peter in the world. Like that loading is like ridiculous. It's not something we could have done before. Um, and then obviously when you have uh, more powerful hardware, you can just do more of everything, you know? So just more sophisticated lighting, uh, just more fidelity in our reflections. I'm just constantly surprised at how lovely our, our reflections are. Um, not only that, but then also our draw distance, you know? And adding the, the web wings just adds this whole other level of like, I think uh, beauty and promise in the world because, you know, if you're swinging, you have a, you're kind of limited by the attach point of where the webs can go. Right. But when you're gliding above the city and you can just see the view for that far, it's just such a, a beautiful new way to experience the city. It, is it kind of daunting knowing like you're going to approach this game and then you know, you're told, hey, we're going to double the size of the map. And then for you and your department, are you kind of like, okay, now we got to figure out how to fill it out, how to kind of design the whole thing? Like, what's that process like of now taking what was originally there and then adding to that. I think that uh, it is an awful lot of work because like you're basically building, you know, an, another a whole other game and you also have to support the previous um, square footage that we had before. Um, but then it's it's also really cool to keep keep building the world and, and adding to it. Um, one of the things I love about adding Brooklyn Queens, which you know doubled our, our, our map size uh, almost, it's just that geographically it's really different, sure. you know, um, and you know, for example, Coney Island's a good one where you can actually get on the boardwalk and walk on the beach. Right. So it's like you're Spider-Man, but you're walking on sand, which is really cool. And then you're able to walk into the water. You know, there's a lot of interactions with the water that are added just by adding Brooklyn and Queens, which right. is super fun. Hopefully you got a chance to, to bounce across. And I did. I, I, I love the, the integration of kind of like the bridges and opening up that new dynamic where you don't really think, oh, Spider-Man can go under a bridge and like when with a wingsuit to kind of like go through the... Um, I guess the, the the circles that are mm -hmm. under there and wind everything, tunnels, yeah, yeah, the wind tunnels, and it's it's such a cool. You kind of alluded to it, but like cool animation style and like visual uh, style to it, where swinging feels and looks unique, but then the wingsuit also looks very unique just by the way that the the air is passing by you and just um, the character animations too. So, mm -hmm. I, I guess that's a great segue into my next question: is like when looking at character animations. And the way that, say, Miles looks while he's flying in the wingsuit versus Peter and stuff like that, are there subtle cues that you and your team kind of look at and be like, okay, well, Peter would do this versus how Miles would be flying? I mean, for the most part, again, I'm not the animation director, so right. I'll, I'll give you um, what I know. Um, Peter and, and Miles do share animations in some ways, but they also um, stylistically have some like, stuff that's just different. Yeah. Um, and Miles, you know, he's, when he's swinging and when he's like gliding, he's just a little. You know, he's just a little less confident, you know, and that gives us his own sense of style. Um, obviously, Miles can also do tricks when he's, he's swinging around. Um, and then even a lot of um, his attacks, I think, just have a little bit more flair, youthful flair to it yes. um, that Peter's doesn't. You know? right. So so there definitely is a, a stylistic push between the, or push to differentiate the two of them, for yeah. sure. 
and speaking of differentiators and everything like that, New York and its many boroughs definitely have their own unique personality and, and culture to them. What's that like from an art perspective, making sure they all feel, feel unique, but also true to the real world? I mean, one of the things I'm most excited about adding Brooklyn and Queens is just that, you know, Miles is from Brooklyn, Peter's from Queens. Yeah. So um, by adding those boroughs, you can also add some environmental storytelling that tells you a bit more about where our heroes grew up. Um, for us, being able to just go and see uh, Brooklyn Visions, um, going to do some optional missions there, or going to see Midtown High, which is where you know Peter and Harry went to, and MJ went to school, or even going to Aunt May's house, you know where Peter grew up. Just being able to add all those, I think, really just adds this uh, layer of intimacy that you may not have gotten in Manhattan. Um, and then also, like I said, the, the geographical diversity is really cool because now you can actually swing around like row houses, you know, yeah. <laughs> or go to the beach or, or go to the docks or some of the industrial areas um, in, in Brooklyn. It's just really cool to add that geographical diversity um, to the world. Absolutely. And do you think that, I mean, I'm assuming yes, but do you think that that adds more like texture and, and in-depth layers to the game that it's not just, okay, I've, I've done this before. Yeah. It's now, oh, these are the more unique kind of personality traits to this game. Yeah, and I think one of the things that's really great about the game is you can seamlessly go from one side of the water to the other. So if you want to interact with these high rides, you can. If you're like, oh, I want to explore over the other boroughs, you can swing over at any time. And all the traversal works on both sides. Um, even though the buildings are shorter, the mechanics still all work. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that I always loved and have loved since the, the original uh, Marvel Spider-Man game are the Easter eggs, or like the specifically the visual Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. I think one of my uh, favorite ones was a, um, a graffiti uh, wall art of uh, like one of the old renders of the Rhino, like up on one of the buildings. What's that like to be like? Okay, this is we're gonna like brainstorm, or do you guys have like a full you know workboard where you're like this is what we want to add to the game, this is how we want to incorporate this. Like, what's that process like of all the Easter eggs and the hidden treasures in this game? I think what's great about um, the way Insomniac's work is that, you know, good ideas come from everybody. So we have like a very diverse team and we are definitely always brainstorming. And a lot of it actually comes from the team. So it's not like there's like a directive at the beginning that we will have this many Easter eggs. But what will happen is in the course of working on a mission or some side content or working on, you know, an interior of a building, someone will say, oh gosh, you know, it'd be really cool if we did this. Or gosh, you know, it'd be really cool if we referenced that. Um, so oftentimes what we'll do is we're like, that's a really cool idea. And then we'll ask, you know, you know, the creative director, narrative director, ask if it fits into the game. And then maybe we'll ask Marvel, oh, hey, is it okay if we, we, we reference this or use this? And maybe they'll give us some ideas. Um, and that's how actually a lot of the Easter eggs come about. There's no master list. It really comes from a lot of team being Marvel fans. Um, and just coming up with ideas. Yeah, well, another like really small one, but maybe it's not so small, kind of uh, adds a lot of uh, nuance to the story was when you're going through Connors' house and you enter into uh, the child's bedroom, on the desk, there's a Spider-Man comic there. Mm -hmm. Is is that more of like an Easter egg or is that kind of like a narrative choice in which like the, the child is like a fan of Spider-Man's and stuff like that? Like I, I was just very curious about that specific like, um, oftentimes those are just Easter eggs. You sure. know? Yeah. So we, yeah. we place stuff like that all over the place, you know, um, I, I don't, I can't tell them all to you because they're going to be Easter eggs. Of course. Eggs. No, 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 like, please don't. I want to. Yeah, yeah. But you know, individual artists, I think sometimes will just add that little flair, you know, and, and oftentimes it's, 
it's because they're fans yeah, too. And sure. if we if we think it'll work, we, we let it go in. You know? Yeah, I love that you guys have that creative freedom. It uh, it really shows definitely because mm -hmm. it feels like you guys have a lot of fun with the game and uh, are able to add a lot of uh, just excitement to it. Just you never know what's kind of like behind the next corner yeah. uh, while playing it. Um, which kind of leads me to, uh, I, I wouldn't be able to, to sit here and talk to you without talking about like the suits and the art direction of, of that. I, I have so many questions, but I think one of the, the main talking points that I, I'd love to touch on is like, what's the process like of taking some old school, like maybe suits that are only available in like 2D renders and stuff like that and making it a 3D model and kind of filling in those blanks that maybe you've never seen before? Um, that's that's a really great question because in the comics the suits are very very simple. Yeah. Um, and if you try to translate them directly, maybe everybody would be in spandex or lycra. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't make a lot of sense. So the character team, um, I'll, I'll put this all on them because they actually spent a lot of time doing material research for things. Interesting. Um, you know, even for the advanced suit um, 2.0, just just making sure, like, you know, is he wearing spandex or lycra? No, but it's got to be something that looks like it would stand up to wear and tear but also looks stretchy yeah. you know so we spent a lot of time getting that material diversity in and the black suit in particular if you think about that suit like in the comics it's just it looks like just an inverted spider-man suit it's just black and, and white and when we first tried to make it it was actually much simpler and it almost seemed like it was made out of cloth but then it doesn't really translate well into the video game because it's kind of boring right but also there's not a great narrative connection if it's just made out of cloth and obviously because this black suit is symbiote influenced we eventually converged it to something that looked more like it's made out of symbiote material. So you'll see that the material is always like slowly moving. Right. Um, there's tendrils that are integrated into the suit design. And narratively, um, the symbiote starts affecting Peter so he feels like he's acting a bit more aggressive. You know, like in our last demo, like Miles and Genki noticed that he's, there's something off about him. So we wanted that black suit, for example, to feel somewhat unnerving, right. you know? So we do put a lot of thought into like, the materials of all this and translating all this stuff into 2D because again, normally it's just a color. You know, we have to fill the banks with blanks ourselves. Absolutely, yeah. Um, in regards to the suits and all that, I mean, obviously, so many people want to know like what the new suits are or all that, and I, I definitely don't want to give anything away. I, I want everything not to be spoiled for me in my in my playthrough. Um, but I'm just kind of curious, like, do you guys ever find yourselves in a position where it's like? Can we actually pull this off? Like, is, are there specific suits that you're like, maybe we can't get approval for this, or does it seem like high in the sky at, at times? But then, it, at you know, hour zero, it finally goes through. I think for us, like one of the big ones was capes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely got a lot of uh, people uh, on the tech team shaking their fists at us. But you know, like the Arachnite suit, which has a cape. Um, yeah. But you know, because we are not making uh, a game where capes are used all over the place, um, we had to make sure that these optional suits actually worked because that's a huge, you know, having a hood or a cape, a really big part of that design. So just making sure that they work functionally for everything, right? Whether you're wall crawling, doing combat, um, swinging, web winging, um, that was a big, to me, feat of engineering. And I give all the props to the, the engineering team and the programmers yeah. to, to get that all working. Um, but that was definitely a, a big challenge. Um, everyone always clutches their head when we're like, why? Why are you doing the case? <laughs> but I'm really proud of the team for, for pulling through and making it happen. No, that's great. And I think that's something that might go over a lot of uh, players' heads the first time that they go through it. But when, when someone points it out, it's just like, oh, okay, there's so much added dimension there in terms of like the back end, like the development side of it that has to go into making sure it looks good and like fits, fits the game. Um, so I, I love hearing about that. Um, what, 
one of the uh, the other questions I had was um, just in terms of the character models. I mean, we, we see Venom himself, and while familiar, he definitely looks unique and fits in this world and everything. Again, like when approaching this character um, design or model, is there a process of how do we approach it in a unique way, or how do we take inspiration from X, Y, or Z? Like, what's that process like? Uh, Venom, well, for all the, the, the Marvel characters, we always look at the comics first. The yeah. comics are the Bible, right? Um, and with Venom in particular, he's also this deceptively simple character right. because he also looks like he just inverts Spider-Man. He's black and white, yeah. um, and he's just very large. But one of the things I noticed right away was that Spider-Man, when he emotes, he's got his eyes and his quips, but Venom actually has a mouth. Sure. And one of the first things I asked the creative director, Brian Intihar, when we started on this game was, well, how much does Venom talk? Um, and then what is he using his mouth for? Is he attacking people? What's he doing? And then from there, um, that the, the amount of things that his mouth had to do is quite a lot. So we actually spent a lot of time on his mouth. So at this point, his mouth can open really, really wide. His jaw is able to unhinge. Um, and then also because he's semi-liquid, he's not really bound by uh, muscles or, right. or bones. So um, his teeth can elongate, splay out. Um, oh, and then again, the unhinging, you'll yeah. see, in, um, I'm not sure if it was in this demo, but you'll see that it can take on all these different forms. So that was a technical feat in itself. But then also for, for us, um, even trying to figure out what, what material he's made out of, you know, because there's a fine line, you know, in the comics, everything looks like, again, one color is very solid. Of course. Um, but for us, there's a fine line between making him look like he's a, he's a goo monster where he's like dripping uh, or he's a, a tentacle monster. And one of the first rules I made about Venom was that he doesn't drip. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's this kind of a funny rule to have, but like, if he struck particularly hard, yes, the, 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 you know, it will splash a little bit, but he's never just saying they're dripping, you know, because right. it wouldn't make him look very strong. No. So with Venom, we have to make sure that he looked both semi-liquid, but strong at the same time. So those are some of the challenges we have to do with Venom, um, along with, I think, his, his ultimate size because he has to look very strong, but also semi-liquid. So we did a bunch of sketches where we made him wider, wider, taller, taller. Right. And then we actually tried different sizes in the game. And then all of us played it, and then um, we selected the one that we all felt, felt the best. And that's the one you see in the game. That's awesome, because yeah, there's so many different renditions or versions of what Venom is. Like everyone, I think, has their own version yeah. of Venom in their like headcanon and everything. But this one does feel very much like the best kind of like combination of things from the movies, the uh, different uh, various games that, or the comics themselves. Um, so I, I love the design that you guys went to. And um, yeah, the, the demo unfortunately did, didn't give us too much uh, of a look at Venom, but I can't wait to, to see how, how he actually like functions as a character. Um, one, one of my final questions I, I just want to ask, and I don't know how much this has to do with the art direction or maybe it's a character animation uh, choice, but when the character poster for Lizard came out, there was like an online um, demand to see Lizard with his lab coat. And I don't know if you if you guys caught this at all, but um, people were like, oh, I just re would really love to see Lizard in his lab coat and his purple pants. And then seeing it in the demo, I was like, oh, validation for, for all of us. <laughs> you know, Lizard stands out there. Um, was that a point of contention to be like, we need to have Lizard in his iconic like garb at some point in the game? <laughs> That's funny. I was, how dare the fans help me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when you yeah, when you first look at a Marvel character, you have to look at the source, right? Yeah. 
Um, so for sure, I always want to give a nod to what, um, you know, the original character was. And then you're right. In this case, yes, he has a lab coat and the pants. And guess what? He even, he even talks, you know, a bit in the comic. Yeah. But for us, we wanted to make it work for gameplay, too. Um, and we want to fight something really big and intimidating, which is why we have this really large lizard. But then also narratively, we also pushed it even further because he's had a complete loss of humanity at this point. He can't be communicated with. He's humongous. He's mm -hmm. not wearing any of the clothes. Um, and that is going to put Peter into this quandary because he's got to stop Lizard, who's his friend, but he can't really hurt him, you know, and yeah. he can't communicate with him. So that's our spin on, on Lizard. But I definitely always try to give a nod to, you know, to the source, you know, because it, otherwise it would, you don't want to lose the essence of the character if you had just made one large venom, I'm sorry, venom, one large lizard. For sure. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I was so, so happy just as like <laughs> a, a longtime fan, I was happy to see that there was at least like an homage <laughs> yes. to, to what fans uh, really know of the, the lizard. I got you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll pass it along to the entire team. I'm, I'm happy to see that. Um, and then. I, I just kind of want to open up to the floor. Was there anything that we didn't really get a chance to, to talk about that you're kind of like very excited for, not only, you know, press to see today, but fans to see in the near and upcoming future? Uh, sure. Um, you know, one of the things I know fans love about our game is the story. Yeah. Um, so we do have a lot of side content and optional missions um, in this game as well. And what we did this time was we added a lot more story and, and narrative to a lot of the side content. So I would just encourage fans to explore as much as possible because there's a lot of um, surprises in there for them. Love that. Yeah, that's a great way to end that off. And that's it, Bobby. That's that's the episode. Uh, I want to thank uh, PlayStation. I want to thank Insomniac for not only uh, flying me out to L.A., but taking the time to, to speak to me, to allow me to, to play the game. Um, I know I walked away very excited, and I'm I'm sure you're looking forward to the game coming out as well. I'm holding my controller intently right now. I can tell you that. Like I just That's awesome. I need to I need to put it towards the game finally instead of playing uh whatever I'm playing right now. I can't even talk about it. Sorry. For sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, for for anyone that's interested, I do have a Rin transcribed uh version of the interview with Jacinda if you guys want to take a look at that. Um but yeah, we're going to have more on Spider-Man in the coming weeks, obviously. Uh, we're going to talk about a closer launch as well. Uh, there's so much to unpack with this game. But until that time, uh, you can keep up with me online across the internet at Svigvari. Uh, you can find the website at consolecreatures.com and across social media at consolecreature. Bobby, where can people find you? You can find me at bpashlitis on every social channel. So just take your pick and throw a dart and you'll find me. Love it. Amazing. Uh, yeah, thank you guys all for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the, uh, the Spider-Man preview coverage. Uh, but until next time, we'll see you. Bye. Bye.